Miracle night. Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today. Right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Alrighty, guys. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, get in the word tonight. Well, I'm going to be with you guys. I know this thing is probably, if you're on Facebook, it's probably, um, um, let me take this off. If you're on Facebook, it's probably um, delaying or something. It's showing good on my half. It's still in the green. We are on the GoPro tonight. We're trying out some new cameras trying out this uh, new device we got. We stream live. We can go YouTube and stuff. So I know it's dropping in and out, guys. Bear with me. Um, I'm trying to see if I can uh, fix the glitch, but that's okay. Let's let's go on with this. Let's go on with this. Let's go on with this. Let's go on with this tonight. Um I want to, uh, and you can go back, uh, the, the video will be on YouTube guys. If you miss anything, if you miss anything, uh, on here, that's okay. Um, I, I see you guys comment. So if you miss anything on here, that's okay. We'll go back, but listen, uh, you can also go on our podcast too at, uh, the kingdom and, and, uh, we're recording this on here tonight on the radio and, uh, this will be on our YouTube channel as well. So, I want to talk to you tonight about the end times, and I know a lot of you cannot, uh, you know, uh, uh, the feedback is bad. I know, I know. But anyways, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on with this, guys. If you can listen to it, if not, you can go back on our YouTube channel. It'll be on our YouTube channel. All this stuff will be on our YouTube channel. So, uh, the Kingdom Network TV. You can go on YouTube and uh, subscribe there. Um, but anyways, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and um, I want to go and talk about the last days. Are we living in the last days? Yes, we are. We're living in the last days. And I'm, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go ahead and go into this word because I feel like um, we need to. We need to go into this word. We need to. We need to. I feel like we're living in the last days. What 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 are we seeing about the last days that that we 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 need to concentrate on the last days? Or we refer to the last times. Let's let's uh let's go on some scripture right here about the last days, guys. The the last days. Let's let's go on some scripture right quick, and then we'll we'll base it off of that. Okay, um, base it off of uh, the last days. Um, the last days, guys. Bear with me. I'm t- I'm t- I'm. This is a new new. Uh, this is all new to me. Okay, this is all new to me. It's recording and. We can put this on face. Uh, we can put this on Facebook. I mean, uh, YouTube is going on YouTube. Later, we'll be going to YouTube Live. 
Okay. <laughs> I'll get it right here in a minute. But anyways. Um Let's go to Joel. Uh let, let's go to Joel chapter Am I saying that right? Joel chapter 28. Yes. Joel 2:28. Let's go to Joel chapter 2 verse 28. I'm going to give you some scripture and then we're going to build a foundation and then we're going to go from there, okay? We're talking about the last days, guys. We are living in the last days. All the signs are here. Every bit of the signs are here, guys. Every bit of the signs are here. So we're living in the last days, and we don't even realize that we're living in the last days. How do, how do we know that we're living in the last days? We're living in the last days. We are living in the last days. We are living in the last days. Bear with me, guys. Bear with me. Just give me a minute. Just bear with me, guys. Bear with me, guys. We're living in the last days. There we go. We're living in the last days, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this camera just shuts off. But anyways, we, we're still recording. We're back up. Uh, we're living in the last days. I'm going to have to fix that glitch in that. I don't know why it just died on me. But anyways, we're living in the last days. So what what last days are we living in? Let's go to Joel chapter 2. I need to fix that uh, camera so it won't shut off on me like that again. Uh, but anyways, guys, we, we're trying our best to record this stuff. So anyways, it'll be on the podcast. Okay, Joel chapter 2, 28. If it cuts off again, guys, that's all right. That's all right. Okay. Joel chapter 2, 28. It shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old man shall dream dreams and the young man shall see visions. And here's, here's what he says. Here's what he says in John. Let's, let's go to John here. Uh, John chapter six, 39 through 40. And this, the father, which has sent me, that all which has given me, I should loose nothing. But listen, listen to me now. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. But shall rise up again in the last day, and it shall will. And this is the will of him that sent me. Everyone that seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. I will raise him up in the last day. Watch this, guys. Watch this. He will raise him up in the last day. 
He will raise him. What, what did he say? He will raise him up in the last day. Now watch this. He will raise him up in the last day, meaning he will raise him up in the last day. But th- this is what he says in John. But whoever believeth on him may have everlasting life. See, this is a belief system going on. See, we're living in the last days, but people have a belief system that they do not believe. You understand what I'm saying here tonight? You understand that you don't believe is the reason why it's the reason why you're not going to have everlasting life. It's not, see, it's not your works that people are saying, oh, I need to get right with God or I need to get this. No, 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 no. It's your belief system. See, a lot of people believe in Santa Claus and the reindeer and the good reindeer of Rudolph more than they do, come on, more than they do Jesus Christ. You say you believe in him, but you do not fear him. And you do not do the things that he says to do. Listen, he says, why do you not do the things that I tell you to do? Come on, guys. What what are we what are we what are we looking for here? We're we're not looking for a pat me on the back, get a get out of jail a card. See, here's what we don't understand. Here, here's, here's what we're not comprehending, guys. In the last days, there'll be many fall away, but also there'll be some that don't believe. See, the Bible says, whoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life. You're not going to have everlasting life if you don't believe the one that gave you everlasting life. How do you know that you believe in him? You'll know because the works you do. Come on, somebody. See, you can get saved all day long, my friend, but it's kind of ironic and kind of hard to get saved when you don't believe. See, the Bible says, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ was rose from the dead. See, this is a belief system Satan's fighting over. Oh, yeah. Because you didn't listen to God in the garden. Come on, we didn't listen to him in the garden because of our unbelief. Because if we believe in the word of the Lord, what he said, then we would have did what he said to do. See, you say you believe in God all the time, but you don't do what he tells you to do. How do you say you believe in something when you don't do the things he tells you to do? And I, I'm just following the Holy Ghost with this, guys. I, I really am. I'm just following the Holy Ghost. See, we we don't we don't believe that God is. See, in the last days, there'll be men that don't believe. They don't believe that there is a true living God. I'm telling you, they do not believe that. If they believe that, then they wouldn't be acting the way they're acting, folks. 
You wouldn't be living the way you're living if you believe in a living God, then you'll do what he says to do. Pay your tithes, number one. Love one another, number two. Judge not lest you be judged. See, you'll be a doer of the word instead of just a hearer. You don't believe. Your belief system is not too good at all. I said your belief system is not too great at all because if you don't do what he tells you to do, what good is it? What good is it? See, you can read the Bible till you blue in the face, my friend, but it's not going to do you any good if you read the Bible and you not do what he tells you to do. See, that's what he said in John. And look, look what he says in Acts. Let's go to Acts chapter 2, verse 7. And I wish I had my screen on here, guys. I, I've been trying to get my screen on here uh, for you guys because you can follow along in the Bible with me. I, I'm going to try it one more time. I don't know why. It, it just won't pull up for some reason. I don't know why. But anyways, Anyways, it might pull up here in a minute. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Acts chapter 2. Let's go to Acts chapter 2, verse 17 through 18. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young man shall see visions, and your old man shall dream dreams, and the in the servants of the man, hand, uh, handmaids, I will pour out my... Uh, I will pour out in the those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. We see that going on right now as we speak. We see that going on right now as we speak. We don't. We do not realize. We we do not realize. Um, trying to let y'all see the candlesticks. I want to show you these candlesticks behind me. I'm going to show you these candlesticks right quick with the guys on Facebook. Y'all can view this, but I'm going to show you these candlesticks. This, These candlesticks are in Revelation. And I, I know this is kind of off the subject, but I'm going, to, I'm going to show you these candlesticks tonight. I want to show you these candlesticks tonight, guys. And, and this maybe this thing's going good now. I don't know. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there, okay? We're getting there. Listen, I'm going to show you these candlesticks right here. This is in Revelation, the seven candlesticks. Read it for yourself. It's in uh, it's, uh, Revelation 1 through uh, chapter 7, uh, 1, 2, and 3, and 4, 5, 6, and 7 of Revelation. Uh, these are the seven candlesticks, the seven churches. Now, the seven churches was uh, there to instruct us the condition we got to be in to make it in the rapture. Come on. The rapture is almost here, guys. The signs are is here. I, I don't know why y'all hadn't realized that the, the we are living in the last days. The rapture could happen any minute now. Jesus could come out and get his church, and and, and people will be dis, dis, disappearing right before your eyes. And that's what God was speaking to me this afternoon is, he said, I want you to tell them the seven candlesticks represents in the star of David, you see the star of David right here, that's the relationship he had with King David. Okay, uh, God, yes, God, God is, God is in a 
state that he's getting a church in a condition that he needs it in. Now, I say that to say this, he's trying to get the church in a condition that they need to be in, okay? Are are you guys following me here? Are you guys following me here? Thank you, sister, for that. Uh, are you guys following me here tonight? Are y'all listening? Are you following? I know it's hard, guys. This Maybe this system's doing real good now. I don't know. But listen, you guys on uh, our podcast, you can go back. Listen, guys, you can go back on our YouTube channel and view this too, okay? All right. The seven candlesticks, I want to explain to you the seven candlesticks and the purpose of the seven candlesticks. See, it's the seven spirits of God until God gets us in a condition and the church will be ready to go home. Now, you've got to get in condition to meet the bride. Okay, let me explain something to you guys. Let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. You've got to get in a condition to meet the bride. It's kind of like getting married. You know what I'm saying? You got to get ready for the groom to come in for the bride and the bride of Christ. So God has been trying to get us in a condition to go home. Number one, I'm going to stress this. God is in a season where he's trying to teach his church to love him more than any. Now you see why God is allowing Watch this. This is a prophetic message. You better get it. You better get it on CD or whatever you can get it on. God is allowing Kova to come to place because God finds it ironic that we put families before him. I'm going to say this. Because I believe that we're living in a prophetic, just like Joel said, they will give them power to prophesy. See right here, they shall prophesy. Listen, prophecy is real heavy in this season. I'm going to lay them right there, guys, right there behind me. And this is my studio. And I, I'm trying to work with these cameras to get all this in here, so bear with me. Anyways, it don't, it don't matter. We're getting the message out there. Amen. So here, here's, Here's what 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 we need to realize something. As the seven candlesticks I explained right here, the seven candlesticks, and that's you know God has had me on the seven candlesticks, which is the seven spirits of God, which is the con- seven conditions of the Church of Revelation. God is trying to get us in condition to meet the Savior. Listen, the church is not ready. God is getting the church ready. See, you got to commit conditions. Matter of fact, let's just go to Revelation right now. Let's just go to Revelation. Y'all ready? Let's let's just go to Revelation here. Let's go to Revelation. I'm going to show you guys something in Revelation. Okay. I'm going to show you something. See, he he writes right here in verse um, in verse one, ver, starting at verse. Uh, we're going to start at verse nineteen. 
write these things. I have seen these that are things that which are hereafter mysteries of the seven stars that I saw in the right hand in the seven golden candlesticks in the seven stars of seven angels and seven candlesticks unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things holding the seven candlesticks in the, in his right hand walketh in the middle of the golden candlesticks I know your works thy labor be patient cannot bear them but anyways I'm not going to go over all this because I'll be here all night with you guys. And it gets kind of interesting. If you'll read Revelations chapter 1 through 7, and it talks about the condition of the church, okay? And and and, and we need to uh, go back and study that. Yeah, I, I you, you need to go back and study that. We need to go back and study the conditions of the church. You follow what I'm saying? So the conditions of the church is I see more than anything that God is trying to draw us to, which is to love God with all your heart, mind, body, soul. Love love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. Are y'all following me tonight? Are you following me? Love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. And you can go ahead and read the conditions of the church. That's fine. You can go back and study it. You need to study your Bible anyways. And find out what position and, and, and time that we're in. We're in the last times, guys. Men shall be lovers of themselves, and this is in Titus, by the way. I mean, First Peter, I'm sorry, First Peter. Men shall be lovers of themselves, and we see that more and more. Men shall be boasters, disobedient to parents. We, we've been seeing that for quite some time. But we see all these signs And it's just like the Holy Ghost spoke to me this morning. God spoke to me this morning. He said, son, I said, Lord, are we living in the last days? He said, son, all the signs are here. He said, you know when it's fall, it's weather. You know when it's snowing. You know when the Son of Man and the last days are. You will know that. The Bible said, the only thing the Bible says, you will not know the day or hour that he cometh. You won't know that. That is sitting in the Father's hands, and that's only the Father's hands that is sitting. So here we are in the last days and got all the signs here. And Revelation talks about the seven candlesticks, what I was trying to explain to y'all earlier about the candlesticks here. Um, these are these are the seven candlesticks. Uh, these are the seven conditions of the church. See, the church is falling away from God, number one. We have fallen away from God. That's one of the conditions of the church that he's talking about, guys. He's talking about a falling away. Return to your first love. Who's your first love? 
Who is your first love? It's not your spouse. It's not your family. It's God. He's the one that created you. You're the one that come from him. You're the one that was made for him and to adore him and to worship him. And we must return under our first love. Our first love is God. I want to stress that. We're going to be on this series for quite some time, the last days, and this is only part one. And I want to go over the conditions of the church, what God is trying to do with the church. He's trying to shake the church. He's trying to get the church away from their families. Come on, guys. I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but some of your family follows devils. Some of your family follows devils. I'm serious. Some of your family follows devils. I need to set that off the timer too, guys. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I need to set that thing off the timer. Yeah, I need to set that thing off the timer too. Sorry, guys. Bear with me. (laughs) Bear with me, guys. But anyways, we need to find out what what where we're at in God. So where are we in God? Where, where is your condition? Where are you personally in God? And I'm, I'm going to say this, guys, because I'm about to end this broadcast, but I'm going to say this with love and compassion. Where are you at with God? I just want to know. Where are you at with God? God is trying to get the church to realize, yes, I want you to love your families, but not more than me. You wonder why people don't gather anymore because God is trying to shake the church, to draw the church to him, to get you to realize it's about him and no other. But a lot of you love families, and what what did Jesus do when he come on the face of this earth? And I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really lay this down for you guys. What did Jesus do on the face of this earth? When he come down, what's the first thing he said to the to, to people that wanted to follow him? He said, go, go and lay everything down and follow me. Did he not? What, what did Jesus say when he come to the face of the earth? Come on, guys. He said to the rich young ruler, go sell all you got and follow me. What did he tell some people? He said, go and, 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 and lay down everything and follow me. Put down everything. Otherwise, he was telling them, you got to love me more than everything that is around you. Remember, there was some of them went back and was saying, well, let me go, uh, let me go do this. I got to go tell my brother. No, 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 no. He said, let the dead bury the dead. 
Guys, I'm telling you, you got to fall in love with him more than anything on the face of this world. And that's why God is isolating you to get you to realize it's not about your son you had. Come on, mothers. It's not about your mother. It's not about your father. It's about him. Guys, you were created with him. He created you before you was in your mother's womb. Jeremiah said, I have formed you in you before you even touched your mama's womb. Do you know God formed you even before you got to your mother's womb? Do you know God created you before the foundations of the world? Do you know you was in his mind before he started all this? It's all in the word. Read your word, guys. He created you before the foundations of the world. You were all created before this world even began. All God did when your mother and your father had you is he he breathed, he he allowed it to happen and God began to form you in your mother's womb. My God, and he predestinated you and gave you a story before you started living it. It's all in the word. Read it for yourself. You don't believe me? Get in the word. I'm preaching nothing but word to you tonight. So we're living in the last days. So why would you love anything above him? What is the two commandments Jesus gave us? Love thy Lord, thy God, with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. And after that, love your neighbor as yourself. See, you can't love your neighbor if you don't fall in love with him. He's got to be everything to you. He's got to be the the breath you breathe. He's got to be, he's got to be the life you live. He's got to be the thing that you breathe every morning because God created you for him and not no other. God didn't create me for a woman. He created the woman for me. Y'all missing it tonight. Y'all missing it. You're missing it. He created the woman for me. He didn't create me for the woman. He created me for God. And see, as I follow Christ, you follow me. If I follow God, you follow God with me. We, 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 we fail to realize something, guys. We, 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 we fail to realize this. And this is what we fail to realize. God is speaking to us, and this is what he's saying. I'm tired of you putting me last, number one. Number two, I'm not going to be a spare tire for you anymore. This is a season God is telling you right now, quit using me as a spare tire. Quit using me as a spare tire. Quit using me as somebody you come to when, you, when, you, when you're in trouble. See, God, I'm not saying God don't meet you in your trouble. I'm saying God don't want a part-time relationship. He wants a full-time. He wants to be your everything. He wants to be on your mind at night. And when you wake up in the morning, give him praise. Come on. He wants to be there with you. And that's where we need to return to our first love. Listen, everything else become our first love. A lot of you ladies has had babies and you worship your babies more than God. Yes, I'm talking to you. 
You worship your kids more than you do God. How do you know that? Well, every time your kids are in trouble and God's telling you to do something, you don't do it. They become your God. I know some people disobey God over their kids. Hello? Hello? That's why some people couldn't stay with me because they worship their kids more than God. How can you do that? That's stupid. How can you how can you put something God gave you over the one that gave it to you? How stupid can we be? How stupid can we be? Guys, I, I'm, I'm not picking on you tonight. I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not picking on you, but here, here's what I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand. Why would you put something that God gave you over him and love that something more than you do the one that gave it to you? It never made any sense to me. I said it never made any sense to me at all. Why people would worship something that God gave you. Is any is anybody just uh, are you listening or, or is it clicking anywhere? I'm trying to show you the conditions of the church was one of them was you have left your first love, come back to him. It's in Revelation. And I would read it to you guys, but we'll be here all night if I read it to you. I want you to study it. It talks about, remember therefore which I have fallen and repent and do your first works over again. And he says, I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of thy place except I repent. Now, everybody's not going to heaven, guys. Everybody's not going to go in the rapture either. Okay? Let me just get that clear to you right now. Unless we get unless we get serious with God and start building this relationship of Enoch. Now, Enoch was a person. Come on, somebody. Enoch was a person that walked with God, and he loved God more than anything in this world. You got to understand, Abraham was tested of Isaac because of his son. Now, I'm going to talk to you mothers right quick. Let, let me tell you something. God will test you to see if you love your kids more than him. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. My daughter's on here tonight. She'll flat up tell you, I will never put God before her. I love her. Don't get me wrong. But God gave me her. I'm not going to put him her before him. not going to do it. Because... I have a relationship with him. I can't afford, you know, I I just can't afford to jeopardize that relationship over my daughter and over my kids. I, I, I'm just not going to do it. If they're doing something wrong and God's telling me to correct them, you know, I, I'm going to listen to God. You see what I'm saying? So I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to disobey. I'm not going to uh, listen to them and, and dis disobedient to God. I'm, I'm not going to do it because God created me before they was even born. And see, I got to go back to my first love and build that relationship I had before the foundations of the world. My God, my God. See, people, I'm going to tell you something. 
we do not realize something, and this is what we're not realizing. This is what God is showing the church now. Guys, COVID, all God was trying to do was get you isolated so he can deal with you. All God was trying to get you to do then is hit a prayer closet and spend time with him. No, but what you do? You stayed on social media. You, you stayed on social media. Social media has become your God. You stay on social media 24 hours a day, and you do less of his word, less of prayer. And you know what? I, I'm going to tell you what becomes your God, whatever you feed the most. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of you feed, a lot of you feed social media more than anything. Let me tell you something. It was a time when we was quarantined and when we was stuck in our homes, it was time for us to build that relationship with our first love, and we failed to do so. That's all right, guys. You can keep playing around with the relationship with God, and one of these days Jesus is going to come back in the rapture of the church, so it's going to be too late. You're going to be left behind in the seven years of tribulation, and, and you know what? God's going to give you a second chance. But you know what? You better not take the mark of the beast because if you do because if you do guess what my friend you're not going to heaven i'm sorry to tell you that you you're not going to heaven okay i'm just trying to tell you guys just trying to tell you that's all all right, guys, listen, if you want to sew tonight, that's fine. I got it on across the stream. We got Vimo. We got, you can go to uh, uh, GodSaveMinistries.com and sew on there. Be a partner with us. Listen, guys, we got the $7,000 uh, partnership. Listen, we God has blessed us with a lot of new stuff coming in the studio here. Um, I'm I'm streaming on uh, a part, a computer piece right now. Uh, that we have uh, purchased for the ministry. So God spoke to me, and this is what he told me. He said, I want you to, I want you to raise up $7,000, and whoever gives to this $7,000, I'm going to cancel their debt. And that's just what God is doing. He's canceling the debt of the ministry, and he said, when, when they give, I'm going to cancel their debt. That's what he spoke to me. You can believe the word God gave me or not. You can believe it or not, uh, you know. Just snooze you loose. But if you want to sew tonight, you can also give to the, uh, we're on um, a Vimo too. I don't know if you have a Vimo account. Uh, we're a, a God Saving Ministries. I think you could type in at God Saving. I'm not sure how you do that. But anyways, we're on Vimo too. Uh, we're God Saving Ministries. You can go on there and give too. Listen, your giving is important tonight, guys. Your giving is very important tonight. Why is it important? It shows God that you love him and you believe the work he's doing in this ministry. Listen, we're not here collecting no money. If God wants to make me rich, I'll get rich. I don't care. You ain't going to stop it. You ain't going to get jealous of me either. Well, you know why? Because if God be for me, then who can be against me? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not going to get rich off of your money, okay? It ain't none of your business where money goes in no ministry. I, I get This is what I get sick of. Don't get me started about the money issue because, you know, people – they're, 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 they're diagnosing Joe Alstein right now. Let me, let me tell y'all something. Why don't you leave the brother alone? You know what I'm saying? Leave the brother alone. And that's what's going to get us to hell too, guys. When we start judging these ministries about money, you know, why? here's what I can't understand. And I'm not going to keep you guys long because you know how I am with money. 
and, and these people, they, they get on my everlasting nerves. Why is it such a wrong thing that a man of God prospers? That's all I want to ask you. That's all I want to ask you. Why is it such a sin that a man of God prospers when God prospered Abraham, God prospered Solomon, King Solomon, but a man of God can't prosper. A man of God can't have nice things and he can't have riches of this world, but you know, he's he's a he's a snake in the grass if he has plenty of money. Come on, let, let me tell you guys something. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna be real blunt with you, okay? If you want to give to this ministry, it's up to you. I give you an opportunity. I give you an opportunity, guys. I give you an opportunity. I think I did it, guys. I'm not sure. Hold on. Yeah, it's still recording. Okay. Yeah, no, it ain't. Hold on, guys. I'm going to have to fix that. That goes off every once in a while. I don't know why it does, but it does. It goes off every once in a while. But we give you an opportunity. We give you an opportunity, guys. We give you an opportunity. Hold on, guys. We give you an opportunity to sow. Okay? We give you an opportunity to sow. It's left up to you to sow or not. Okay? It's left up to you to sow or not. It's left up to you. God's going to get his work done by us either way. Because me and my wife, we give into this ministry all the time and see what God has blessed us with. Cameras, we got one, two, three cameras. We got mics. We got road systems. We got cameras in here. We got background. You know, God is blessing this ministry. Now, we got more stuff we need to be doing, but we need your help financially. But, hey, God's giving you an opportunity to get involved. See what I'm saying? So God's giving you an opportunity to get involved. If you miss out on it, then you miss out on your blessing. See what I'm saying? So in Philippians chapter 4, Paul talks to the church of the Philippians and he tells them, he said, I'm not trying to get something to from you. I'm trying to get something to you. See, my friend, I'm giving you an opportunity to be blessed, just like the the man at the uh, the prophet at the widow woman that gave the, the, the cornmeal to Elijah. He was giving her an opportunity to be set up for a blessing. Because God said, if you you'll provide for my man that I use on the earth. And see, that's what he's saying tonight. This man right here, if you will provide for this ministry and help him get this gospel out, I will make your wheelbarrow, I will make your cornmeal never run out. And see, that's what I'm telling you tonight, my friend. It's not me that you're providing for, but God, and I'm going to tell you something too. 
People will give money to doctors and lawyers, but they have problems giving to somebody that's trying to build a kingdom down here that's going to last forever. They have problems with it. Somebody that gave you that money, somebody that gave you the help to get that money, you want to argue with. Anyways, I could be here all night with that. Guys, listen, I'm going to give you an opportunity. You can sow. You don't want to sow? That's fine. I don't really care. You can talk about this ministry all you want because you know what? I don't really care about that either. You know, <laughs> so sweat off my back, you know. I don't really care because I frankly could care about your opinions of what God has told me to do. Okay. All right, guys, I'm off of here, guys. I'm off here. And if you want to sow, you can go to those three things or go to the website, whatever. You can sow, or you can go to the P.O. Box 236. Uh, I need to put that on the screen later on, too. Uh, P.O. Box 236. Make the checks out to Jason Leffer right now, guys. We are fixing to switch it over to God Saving, okay? It used to be God Saving, then we went to Jason Leffer Ministries. So, we're in the process, so make it out to Jason Leopard for right now, okay? If you write checks, please do so. And um, and if you want a tax write off, whatever, we'll give it to you, whatever. But anyways, guys, God bless you guys. God bless you. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful evening.